Alright guys, hey hi hello, it's Lisa G, baby, um, let me just for, let me just start this whole thing off with, I just, I fucking love therapy, let me just say that, I've been in therapy since February of this year, and it's been very enlightening, um, actually therapy is the reason why that I actually launched the fuck you mentality, um, the fuck you mentality has been this I don't even know how to explain what the fucking mentality has been. It's been so crucial with my my healing journey. And one thing that the reason why the fucking mentality got launched was because of my spinal injury. And it's really funny because in the initial video when I launched the fucking mentality, I said that, right? I said that the spinal injury is the main reason why that I got launched this and it's been this really crucial part of my journey and da 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 da. But what's really ironic is I can't really talk about it. And it's a lot of it. There's a lot of like, obviously there's a huge psychological aspect to it and I'm learning what that is, but I, I kind of want to talk about it because I don't feel like anyone really knows what happened. So during this time of when the injury happened, I was working my ass off and I wasn't, I was neglecting my body. And that's partially because I allowed hustle culture to, you know, swallow me up and eat me whole. And, you know, spit me out, left no remnants, right? And when that, when that happened, basically what happened, I'll explain these, but see, I like, can't even, like, see, I can't even, like, put the words to this whole fucking thing. Like, this is how, this is how, like, I don't want to say traumatic the whole thing was, but this is how traumatic the whole thing was. Um, so, yes, yeah, so I was working myself to death and I, I didn't really have, you know, I didn't have any help. I was just, you know, every man for themselves. I just was doing everything for myself. Because the relationship that I was in too, I was still in this fight or flight mode because I didn't feel safe with my partner. So I felt that I needed to bust my ass and work my ass off in order to get the things that I needed and to, you know, obviously make ends meet. So the injury happens. And basically what happened was my spine had been protected by my muscles for a long time. And th this is how it was explained to me. And my, my muscles were so tight because they were, they were being strengthened in the incorrect way, you know, with my job. Cause you know, a lot of the movements that we do is unnatural and a lot of, uh, a lot of training and whatever, but basically the muscles were being strengthened in the incorrect way. So what was happening is the muscles were actually pulling my spine out of place. And when that happened, my spine obviously was completely shifted and twisted, but my muscles weren't going to allow my spine to obviously collapse because that's the point of the muscles is to protect your spine. So for years, my muscles were protecting my spine. And the reason why I say years is because for years, my fingertips were always numb. My, my, my toe tips were always numb. My shoulders were numb. Um, I'd always have, I'd always have like shooting pain going down my leg, but I thought that was normal you know, duh, like who the fuck thinks that normal? that's normal? I mean, I did, but anyway, so for years, this was happening and a lot of it is, you know, obviously like improper lifting and my muscles being super tight, but that's also an, an, a, a body response to trauma, your body's response to fight or flight, your body's response to stress, anxiety, not feeling safe, you know, your body's tense all the fucking time. So again, this is happening and my muscles are like, look here, bitch, we can't fucking protect your spine any longer than what it is. So 
one day I was doing jujitsu and I was working out with my trainer and I just did one wrong move and then I was down and I thought I was paralyzed a because a, the pain was so fucking excruciating, but I couldn't move. Like I literally could not get off the floor and I was terrified. I was like, uh, I don't know what to do. So she manages to get me off the floor and I managed to drive home and I'm, I'll, I'll never forget this moment because it kind of set the tone for the rest of my relationship at the time, which was technically my marriage. I called him multiple times and he didn't answer and he was asleep, which I get it. Totally get it. But I called him and he was, he was asleep, wouldn't answer. And I, I, I could not get out of my car. Okay. I managed to get myself out of the car with like 15 minutes of trying to move my legs because again, like I literally felt like I was, I was paralyzed. I managed to get out of the car. I'm like crawling to my fucking front door. I finally get it open and I'm army crawling to the bedroom and I'm screaming his name because I'm in so much fucking pain. I need help and nothing. So finally, I managed to get myself into bed. Mind you, thank God our, our bedroom was on the first floor, but I managed to get myself into bed. And he's like, oh, hey. And I'm like, bro, fuck you, man. I've been fucking screaming your name. I'm in so much fucking pain right now. And I just remember, like, obviously, he's not going to know what to do. But his response kind of just told me everything. Everything and nothing all in the same breath. And he just was like, oh, okay, well, well, I gotta go to work, you know? And mind you, like, I'm, I'm verbalizing that I think I might be paralyzed. Granted, like, I know I could move, but I, I genuinely thought that I was going to be paralyzed. So moving forward, there were, um, there were a lot of times where I could not get off the floor um, my, my body was stuck in about a 90 degree angle for about nine months. And any of my clients can testify to that. Um, I was walking around like that. You know why? Because, and I'm not, I'm not, bl- I'm not saying, I'm not telling this story to blame anybody. I'm telling this story because it's a very crucial part of a, my healing journey and B my, my journey as an entrepreneur and my journey as a self-made individual. But I, found myself not healing because I couldn't because the situation that I was in was financially I had already been stolen from and financially I knew I know that we relied on my income the most and I know that my income paid majority of the bills and without my income like we would basically we would have nothing so regardless of the fact that I was in a marriage and that, you know, I had a partner or what the fuck ever, I I couldn't stop because it's not like anyone was going to fucking help me. So I, I, I couldn't heal. Like I, 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 there were a lot of times where I would, I would just go to work and I, I would just try and try and do it. And I would, and a lot of my, all my clients were like, what the fuck? Like, what are you, what are you fucking doing? And I'm like, I have to, I just have to, because I did. 
And it was my response. And obviously, like, I didn't know how to slow down because I, I couldn't. I didn't have the help. I didn't I didn't have a partner who was fucking supporting me. I didn't have, any, have anybody else to fucking help me because no one's fucking helped me. So for the first time in my entire life, I could not provide for myself. I was in a situation where I had to provide for others. And I, I didn't know how to slow down. So the injury never really healed. Um, and what happened, like to explain the injury, because I'm kind of jumping all over the place, but explain the injury, like I said, the muscles, like they were protecting my spine and then the longer they weren't. So my cervical spine, if anyone who's listening understands anything about the spine, my cervical spine, my C1 to C3 are basically um, facing the opposite direction. So they're not curved. They are straight, but they're so straight they're pressing on my spinal, spinal cord, okay? My T1 to T2, my shoulder blades, um, they also are no curvature and they're crushing. And then my L1 to L5, I mean, I feel like that's a fucking given. But my L3, L4, L5 have half the spacing in between the discs than what's needed. So they're soon to be crushing. So this is the extent of my spinal injury, okay? I'm not a candidate for surgery. I'm way too young. And personally, I didn't, I didn't want to fucking get surgery. And I didn't find out any of this stuff until about nine months of pure agony. And I remember one of the most vivid memories I have besides the injury happening itself as I, I remember I was on the floor and I was trying, I was trying a TENS unit and it turns out that made it way fucking worse. And it was like, I can't explain, I can't explain the pain because it, it's indescribable. Like it, if you've ever been electrocuted, which I pray to God that none of you have. But I, I would assume that this is what it feels like. Like my whole body is just numb. I can't feel anything because my spine, my spinal cord is just entangled in being pressed on. And I, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I literally, I still, the reason why I'm talking about this is because I'm trying to, I'm trying to work through this. I'm trying to work through this, this really traumatic part of my life that has affected my career, my life, my livelihood. But I, I can't even explain the pain that I felt. And I will never forget this because I was on the ground just crying, bawling my eyes out. I can't turn. I can't twist. I can't, I can't do anything. I can't, I can't even breathe without dying inside. And my partner just kind of looked at me kind of like in disgust, you know, and he just was like, if you would just take a break, you know, you could heal. And I would just look at him and be like, I can't, I, I can't, I can't take a break. And mind you, I'm bawling my eyes out. I'm in, I'm in excruciating pain. I literally feel like I'm paralyzed because I did this TENS unit, like I said, thinking that it was going to help me and it fucking didn't. And I'm just bawling my eyes out. And that's what he says to me. And instead of fucking helping me, he just leaves me there. And he's like, you got to get up. You got to get up. And I'm looking at him and I'm like, I physically, I cannot move right now. And you're fucking telling me to get up right now. So I think like the lack of sympathy compared, like paired with no sympathy for myself just made it worse. And eventually 
of me just crying, laying there. He finally fucking helped me and like scooped me up and got me up. And uh, it was, it was hard. And it was hard to know that I had no one to rely on and I couldn't even rely on myself. Because I couldn't even get off the floor. It was terrifying. The doctors weren't lying when they said that, you know, there's a potential of you being paralyzed if you don't get a hold of this. So I think my, my final aha moment was finally another fucking flare-up happened. And it was... God, that pain was just... It's miserable. But my final flare-up happened. And I'll never forget the conversation I had with Mandy, an old friend of mine. She had struggled with a lot of spinal issues and she... She was talking to myself, talking to me on the phone. She was like, hey, like, I know you're in bed right now. Like, I know you're not feeling well. Like, let's have a conversation. So we did. And she, uh, she basically was like, you're in control of this. You are the only person who can change this. And now that you get a hold of this now, or you will be paralyzed and you won't be able to do the things that you love. So I had a choice. I think ultimately, like subconsciously, it was a choice of um, leaving or staying because I wasn't supported with my partner and I wasn't supported with anything really, but the only person who could change that was me. So from that moment forward, I had... I had this this thing in my brain that said, you need to leave the state of Delaware because this place is just not helping you. You need to leave your husband. You need to leave your salon. You need to, you need to leave. And I think that that's a big catalyst of why I ended up leaving to go to California early because I knew I couldn't heal. I couldn't heal there. And I, you know, through a lot of, a lot of mental clarity and a lot of taking breaks for myself and, you know, a lot of that stuff, I ended up starting to heal. Um, I changed my diet. I changed my outlook. I changed the way that I looked at it. You know, I lessened my workload. Like I, I started making these executive decisions, but ultimately that, that led to lack of support with my marriage, but I didn't care. At that point, because I realized that I wasn't even supported in my marriage either. And, um, I, ouch, fuck. I, um, I knew that I, I, like, that wasn't helping me. <sighs> Jeez, I need to, like, gather my thoughts, my God. But yeah, so I made the executive decision to leave, and I, I did leave. I left, and I went on, got on this journey of taking care of myself, and I left for California early, and... I had this revelation in March and I, I left by, um, July. Um, I put everything in place by then and I, I'd flown out to California in June and solidified everything and signed the lease and all that stuff. And, um, I did it all for me. I mean, like I, I did it all because of that injury because I never want to feel that pain ever again. 
And um, I think it's really important that people, that anyone who, who listens to this, you need to understand that your body is a physical representation of what happens around you. And it's the physical manifestation of pain is real. And physical manifestation of stress and depression and all that stuff, it's real. And that was, that was my aha moment. And since then, I have, you know, worked very hard to make sure I'm active and say no to things and set boundaries and take care of myself and not put myself in situations like that where, you know, I have someone relying heavily on me. And I remember, you know, when I started doing things for myself and living for Lisa and, and doing things for Lisa, um, he ended up stealing thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars for me because I was no longer supporting him. So he just stole it anyway. Um, and that's okay. That's okay. Because I knew at the end of the day that that I chose to no longer feel that kind of pain. And this is just scratching the surface, but, uh, yeah, this is why the fuck you mentality was born because I, Never, ever, ever, ever want anyone, I don't care if I hate you, I love you, or whatever the case may be, I don't think anybody deserves to feel the pain that I felt when dealing with that. And if there's anything that you're taking away from this short little podcast episode, is that um, do what's best for you. But be self-aware to know when you're in a position of pain and sadness and failure. It's really, it's, it, it's so, it's so fucking important to know that and to know the difference. And being an entrepreneur and being self-made comes a lot of guilt and comes a lot of pain. But if you're able to look yourself in the mirror and say, this isn't working and shifting your gears, I promise you that you will have a more fruitful life and fruitful career if you just put yourself first. I promise.